Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on everybody welcome into a later night edition of underground sports philadelphia presented by the city of vineland it's episode number 614 not to be confused with the previous episode which is when timmy turner always goes to the bathroom it's kb coming at you from underground studios and joining me tonight is the people's champ the host with the most who's looking ftd fresh to death with that brand spanking new haircut go get your school photos done brother dude, it's I look mr good. patty pitts dude what's popping what's popping all my peeps it's a, as you can see there, there's a pillow behind me because i i'm not usually here on wednesdays i got dynamite here on my tv bezos the secondary tv here and we were gonna have a relaxing night but when kb calls you answer it and hop in the yard Holy shit, Ric Flair's on my screen. So maybe it is time to hop back into the yard here and talk can Philly we, sports. Can we get two claps? Here and a go. Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Uh, we got a fun show planned for you tonight. Talking all things Philly sports from the Phils. Baseball is back, which means summertime is on the horizon. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so- uh, we have... NBA basketball to talk about, an abysmal all-star game. We've got beef between two former Sixers on the Twitter timeline going. Uh, and, of course, we'll talk some hockey. Some hockey. Some good old hockey. Some good old-fashioned hockey. Uh, and then we'll also talk some water dogs uh, because they repped Philly for the first time this past week. And I was there to take it all in. And we got some fun stuff in the pipeline with them. Very excited to have Philly in the PLL. Um, but before we get into everything, make sure you are following us on the socials at underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads, facebook.com, where we are live right now. Shout out to the Facebook peeps, uh, facebook.com slash underground sports PHI, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and on Instagram and threads KBIZZLE11. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. He's covering everything on that road to Philadelphia in April for WrestleMania almost every single day. Uh, And of course, uh, Pitsy35 on the gram and on threads. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts in audio form. Leave a five-star rating and review. Goes a long way for helping the show continue to grow. Helps more people find Underground Sports Philadelphia as a whole. And lets us continue to do more dope shit with and for you guys. Uh, Pitsy this past week, even though, you know, we had some bumps in the road. I was away, so we're trying to play a little catch-up. I was checking yesterday in the USA. We were in the top 1,500 in sports podcasts. Going into the week. That's a big bump up. We jumped like 300 spots. That's, dude, 300. 
and make movies with their number like that. You know, what I'm saying? are you not entertained? Uh, yeah, right and we're right. in the top. We're within the top eighteen hundred in global sports right now. Let's keep the numbies pushing, ladies and gents. Keep it rolling. We got some fun stuff in the pipeline. We're shooting our shot in twenty twenty four. We're making things happen. So keep subscribing on audio, and subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia it's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week full video episodes of every show on our network live streams shorts clips original video content it's all on our youtube channel we are currently sitting as of this portion of the recording at 744 subscribers let's keep it rolling let's keep it pushing keep it going keep it up keep it up, keep it up. subscribe 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 uh to the youtube channel as the journey to 800, 1,000, and, of course, the population of Iceland continues. And, of course, crazy fact. Of course, this show is presented by the city of Vineland, home of back-to-back-to-back Lombardi Trophy winners. Uh, And the city of Vineland municipal calendar features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the city of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. Through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get an important announcement and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, the boys of summer are in full swing. Spring training is back, ladies and gentlemen. And it's all brought to you by our merch partners, PHI Apparel Company, the best in the game. Gear up for baseball season or the NBA with the Sixers, the Flyers, the Eagles, the Union, who are back as well, winning games already. Uh, And, of course, your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast with PHI Apparel Company. I'm going to have to send over that new Top Bins logo to get that on some merch because Fire those bags are looking fuego. Uh, PHI Apparel Company is going to make sure you stand out in the crowd no matter where you're attending or watching your favorite sports teams play or just hanging out with the homies. Most comfortable hoodies and shirts Pitsy and I own and everybody at our company own. They're the best in the game. So go stand out in the crowd. Go to phiapparel.co and use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your merch orders. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It allows us to continue to grow, and PHI Apparel Company will obviously be repped at our live tailgate podcast on March 30th from the lots as Philly's opening night kicks off against the Atlanta Braves. PHIapparel.co, code UNDERGROUND, 10% off your orders. Pits, baseball's back, brother. Baseball is back. It's nice to have baseball back. Feels like spring is beginning to sprung a little bit. And with the recent signing of my people up here, uh, it's getting me more interested. And I'm seeing a lot of Philly stuff as well. Um, I forget who it was. I just saw a recent tweet go out about some guy being interviewed about his name. Am, am I on to something there? Uh, what? 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 Wit. Oh, Wit Merrifield. Wit. Yes, Wit. That's it. 
uh, people misspell his name. And I and I feel that because even though it's simple, people misspell my name all the time. So I talked about Went Merrifield on the solo episode I did while I was uh, when I got home from Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to I need somebody to bounce off of to, uh, to really get the juices dude, flowing. Whit Merrifield rubber. Philly signed Whit Merrifield one year, eight million dollar contract, I believe, with an option for 2025. He's 35 years old, but he's one hell of a uh, super utility player. He's like, you know, back in the day, I'm, I'm going to bring up a name you may remember, Pitts. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember Ben Zobrist? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Whit, so Ben Zobrist okay. walked and ran a bit so Whit Merrifield could run and sprint. Okay. I'm I'm into that. I was a big Ben Zobrist. I loved Ben Zobrist. Yeah, just solid guy. He solid was. hitter. And, and Whit Merrifield is one of those guys. He's a solid hitter, has led the league in hits before. Um, just a super he plays everywhere but catcher he's played every position but catcher uh in the field in his career and it's a great signing for the fills it's a good culture signing he knows how to win uh if i'm not mistaken he was on that 2015 royals team with ben zobris that ended up winning the world series passed the torch that's that's when he passed the torch to him spent last year with the toronto blue jays um i love the signing bryce harper loves the signing and if bryce harper loves the signing you know it's a good one, and I think he's just a good veteran presence in the locker room as well. Um, I think he's going to be a very valuable piece to not only potentially make your day-to-day lineup better, but also your bench way deeper and a much more formidable bench unit than you had last season. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of the, the spots that, you know, as the season progressed and as the postseason progressed, the Phillies were kind of lacking and was the bench department, having guys come off the bench. Yeah, um, I'm very excited for Whit Merrifield. The whiz wit jokes are going to be hilarious <laughs> throughout the year. Whiz wit is such a good nickname. It's a layup. It's a layup. It was a layup. Yeah, let me get a, a whiz wit. Home run. Bang. Dude, it, yeah, that's a... He's got to make money off that. Talking somehow. with some of my friends, uh, fan groups. It could be uh, tits out for wit, wits tits, tits out for wit slaps, <laughs> wits tits, wits tits. You, if I don't see women in the stands with shirts that say wits tits, and they're just the hands, wits like the I need it. Oh my god, I need it. I absolutely need it. Like that's what makes baseball fun again. We, Names I, like I, wits I, tits. Fan, Fan groups in baseball stadiums are the best. Oh the my little God. mini pockets of fan sections. We had we had Howard's Homers back in the day. A bunch Howard's of guys wearing Homer Simpson, Simpson masks. Oh, that's really funny. We had we had Doc's patients for Roy Halladay. A bunch of people showing up in in hospital gowns. Dude, that would so keep track weird. of his strikeouts. Um, we had the Justice League for Flash Gordon, Tom Gordon. The, yeah, everybody the dressed up as the Flash. Really good. Um, what else did we have? We had the Wolf Pack for Randy Wolf, guys in just werewolf wolf masks. Uh, Don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. It was fan groups are the best. You have the King's Court in Seattle with Felix Hernandez. Like the the fan groups in baseball are what make baseball so unique. You can't do that in any other sport. No, because I feel like it in any other sport, it's more of a a team thing mm. you know you do maybe football i would think is the only one hockey i could see a little bit yeah especially since we've seen mcavoy dressed up as a teletubby in his college days oh i was there live <laughs> to witness 
a young Stephen McAvoy in full Teletubby gear. <laughs> well, I was in the press box. You know, just that's that's why the I'm duality here. of men. This is what I'm saying. This is why I wear this, the toy belt, and he records content while pooping on a toilet. You know, we're just a two Great we're stuff. two different people. It's great stuff, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but duality. Uh but yeah, Whit Merrifield. I'm excited about it. And you know, he's in camp. He's wearing number nine for the Phils. Good number for a utility guy, in my opinion. Good jersey analytics nine? there. Number nine. I don't think that's a utility number. No, nah, because he's going to play everywhere. He's going to play in the infield. He's going to play in the outfield. It's versatile. Okay. And more than likely, going to hit number nine. Okay, fair. See, when I think nine, I think of like one of the best players. Single digit. Either a big hitter or an amazing fielder. Nine screams outfielder. Nine's not yeah. really an infield number. Yeah, I could see. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe catcher. I, I like yeah, catchers like with single catcher. That's like backup a backup catcher. catcher. Um, but yeah, Whit Merrifield is here. Jeff Hoffman, who is one of my favorite Phillies uh, relievers, the Hoffman. Uh, have I told you this story about his glove? He's got when before he came to Philly, it was uh, stitched into his glove FAH for fuck all hitters. That's incredible. And now, since he's been in Philly, he has since got all his gloves changed over to PHAH for fuck all hitters, but with a PH. Well, because guys cool for like the that. brand, amazing. Cool like that. Changed his number this offseason from sixty-eight to twenty-three. Elite vibes for a reliever. Jumpman like, Jeff. Baseball numbers screw me. Jumpman so Jeff. Confused with baseball numbers, like what's the big? Is Mookie's fifty? Then yeah, you Mookie's had like top, like thirties are always good, but then you have like you know I don't know the Yankees also like can't really. The Yankees are running numbers. out of numbers. They're about to just start <laughs> using hashtags. Number. Dude, you have the. They're going to start spelling word. out the numbers. <laughs> Especially the, the way these fanatics jerseys are looking, dude. Yeah, yo, facts. I they it's the. Uh, they're probably going to, I forgot what I was going to say. That's tough. Brain was going, you were saying baseball numbers screw with you. Oh, they just screw me because like, I, you know, with football, there's, you know, set positions are like star numbers, you know, basketball star positions, like 23. You don't just give that to the relief pitcher. You know what I mean? So with baseball though, you have like Mookie Betts is fifty. That's what comes to mind. Bryce Harper's three. Uh, Bryce Harper needed to be three too. Like he was thirty four in DC, but three fits him so much better. So much better too. And like thirty four, I feel like that's a big guy. And by big, I don't mean buff. It's you Poppy's I mean? number. Big that's Poppy. Poppy is thirty four. Or it's like your your mop up man reliever. Yeah. Like, but, but yeah, Harper fits with three. Right. Like Reese Hoskins, seventeen should have always been his number, even though he's wearing twelve with the Brewers. Seventeen, like fit Reese Hoskins at first base. Yeah, seventeen, I can see being a first. Like twenty-eight number. fits Alec Bohm at third base. Yes, yes, twenty. Twenty-eight's like a big like third baseman number. I think Arenado, Mike Lowell, twenty-eight, Mike Lowell, Lowell, twenty-eight. 28. Um. You need like a, a sleek single digit or like a good teens number if you're a shortstop or second baseman. Which number? 
like a single digit or like a good like in the teens double digit number. Yes, teens. teens. But like Trey Turner, seven, beautiful. Seven's a good one. Bryson Stott, number five, beautiful. Five's a good one. Like Chase Utley at 26, pulled it off. Pulled it off is a better way. And like it's him. Like 26, you think of baseball 26, it's Chase Utley. Yes. Just like Mookie is 50. It's like yeah, transcends the number and the position that he plays. Agreed. I would I would say that for sure. Real Muto with ten at catcher, beautiful. Ten is a, that's an interesting beautiful. Too. So yeah, Hoffman, Jumpman Jeff is what I'm calling him now because he's wearing number twenty three. I like that. Um, love the number switch up there. Cody Clemens wore twenty three last year. Uh, Junior Rocket, he's wearing number two now. Um, so I like that change for him. Um. But yeah, the fightings are in, in spring training, and uh, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna do this with Matt as well, and whoever else comes on because I love this exercise here, Pitts. It is. Um, I saw this on social media yesterday, and I'm gonna do it with you just to to get you into the vibes of the Phillies. This comes from at Stop Bo Marsh on the tweet machine. Um, shout out to them. Uh, it's a it's a made up quiz that they created. Uh, so the the tweet is: Come get your government assigned Philadelphia Philly based entirely on themes and narratives that I completely made up and a bunch of exclamation points. So it's a fifteen question quiz. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna type in Pitsy's name here and start the quiz. Pitts, question number one: Your love language: physical affection, words of affirmation, quality time, gift giving acts of service, a secret sixth thing, or all of the above? I mean, the easy answer is all of the above, but I'm going to go for this physical touch. The next question. What family position do you have the vibes of? I don't care what you really are. Mom, dad, oldest daughter, oldest son, weird cousin, middle child, baby, gay uncle, the one guy that's not really related to you, but you've called aunt, uncle, cousin since you were a baby, or the neighborhood kid that is basically a family member. Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, and nothing have to do with actual blood family. I'm going to go with the uh, the one before neighborhood kid. The one guy that's not really related to you, but you that's me with like five different families. There we go. Next question. Here's a text post. These are all tweet screenshots that I'm going to read to you. Which one fits your vibe? Okay. Microdosing Catholicism by feeling vaguely ashamed all day for no particular reason. Okay, we're starting off hot. Hey, bro, let's do our secret handshake. Parentheses. Kisses you right on the lips. I don't like kissing guys. Girls be like, good night, and then cry until they are physically sick. I have a couple of friends that do that, though, so yeah, they're not me. Yes, I'm always a little sick to my stomach with anger and rage. Why do you ask? No, we're going to go with the number one, hands down. Going to rock bottom, do you guys need anything? Oh, from the top rope. Y'all, um, re- <laughs> Y'all really calling me gay for jacking my friend off? His arm was broke. What the fuck? They just being a good friend, though. Um, There's three more. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Lengthy. 
My big three, my dick and my two balls. No. Hold on, fellas. Got to get my shoesies on and other things I say that kill the guy's night out vibe. I mean, give me a little bit. And the final one. What? From the bottom of my heart. The fuck? I'm going to go with one. The first one, Catholicism? Yeah, a little bit. All hilarious shit post texts. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, the next question. Pick a lie. One, it's all my fault. Everyone is depending on me. Everyone is better than me. These good times will never come again. This is all I'll ever be. My contributions are useless. I'm running out of time. Something is coming for me. I need to make sure that everyone else is okay. I'm always right, or everything is out of my control. Can you repeat the first two? Number one was, it's all my fault. And number two was, everyone is depending on me. Oh, I'm going with number one, it's all my fault. When in doubt, playing pits was a mantra at work. What kind of drunk are you? If you don't know, just guess. There we go. Cuddly, teary, aggressive, dissociative, hyper slash impulsive, flirty, no answer, no bearing on the results. I'm going to go flirty. I'm going to go flirty. I love being flirty when I'm drunk. So, What are you? Extrovert, introvert, or ambivert? Extrovert. What's ambivert? I think it's a combination of the two. Um, You're definitely extroverted. Oh, 100% extroverted. What makes you cry? Being angry slash yelling? Sad videos on Instagram reels? Not much more than just genuinely sad events slash experiences? Being exhausted slash sick slash drunk slash stressed? Nothing genuine. Nothing repressive. Emotional moments like weddings, kids, ceremonies, tributes, etc. The one, what's the the one before the drunk, genuine? Uh, not much genuine. more than just genuinely sad events and experiences. But after that, being exhausted, sick, drunk, and stressed. There it is. There it is. That's when I cry. Which one of these fits you best? Slut, loser, princess. Can I? Can I prick? Can I pick slutty princess? Is, that's kind of what I... That's, I'm kind of a slutty princess. I'm going with princess. I'm going okay. with princess. I think my older brothers would call me a princess. Even my friends. What would you say if your partner asked you to buy them pads? Yes, this is taken directly off of my Twitter thread. Don't cheat, okay? Number one. Absolutely. Do you need anything else? Number two. I can't come over for the next two weeks. Is it possible if you hold it in first? Number three. Aw, OMG, do you trust me? Number four. Oh, no, baby. I mean, yes. Do you crave anything? Chocolates, yogurts, chips, maybe yogurts? I'll buy you yogurts. Next one. Yes, I can. Pads are a must all must all to all women in need so if you ask me to buy them yes i'll buy them for you so you can have the comfort of using pads i would buy it for you so you can use them once i give them to you it's okay you got this let's just go easy it's one uh it's one now uh, the, the, uh, there's a few more that I there's read a few here. more yeah 
Uh, this just so everyone knows, I am reading directly from this quiz. That's uh, wild. That's what I'm saying. This is insane. The next one. What size your pussy? <laughs> the next yeah. one. Let's play eight ball. <laughs> no, you didn't say please. Wrong number. Left on red. Or I bought you pads before being asked. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not that good. Um, the first one. <laughs> Just the, a wild, wild west of that was a response. ride. <laughs> Question ten: Would you kiss the homies good night? Yes. If they asked, probably not. No. No, I'm slapping Mike straight across the face when I leave. <laughs> I love, dude. I I would slap the shit out of him. If and then just get my Uber home. And <laughs> that that's Confirm. the end of my night. Pitts will kiss the homies. <laughs> Ain't kissing the homie. My hand might, but that's about number it. eleven. If you were a fictional character, what would you be? Baby girl, Pookie, Blorbo, Stinky, or pathetic wet cat? Stinky. My name's Pitts. What do you want? Like that's dude. It's in the name. Dude, it's uh, in the name. <laughs> identify yourself. Tummy ache survivor, God's bravest soldier, hater, lover, in the back of the drive-thru, jester privilege possessor. Dude, uh, God's what, what the bravest soldier. Damn right I am. <laughs> Damn right. Quick, fight, flight, or freeze. I think we we I'm gonna go freeze because you got we gotta think about it. Number 14, choose an emotion, affection, uneasiness, frustration, glee, or passivity. Oh, affection. Affection. And the final one. Who's your favorite Philly or anything else you want to say? This has no bearing on the results, and the creator of this quiz says, I love you. If you go to Citizens Bank Park, you need to get crab fries with the dipping sauce. Jimmy Rollins is absolutely incredible. And Ryan Howard was my favorite player to play with in MLB The Show growing up. There you go. All of this in for people just listening. Ryan Howard, favorite MLB the show. I technically did play. If you want to add this too, that I modeled my little league game after Chase Utley in the field. Little league game modeled after Chase Utley. Bang. Your result pits. (laughs) I love this for you because he's my dog. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Oh, oh, oh. You got Brandon Marsh. All right, it's my guy for the year. That's my that's my guy for the year. Here's here's the descriptor. How does okay. it feel to be the source of positivity and sunshine and warmth for everyone around you? How does it feel to be deeply impacted by the world around you and the emotions you feel to have your whole heart on your sleeve? How does it feel to constantly have a quiet fear deep down in your soul that everything is temporary and every instance of affection and joy might never come again, and so you'd better hold on with both hands? 
I mean, uh, Wolf? Dude, Brandon Marsh and I are dogs, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I'm all in. Brandon Marsh. This gives Brandon Marsh even more reason to come on this show this season. Oh, my God, dude. Him and I would be an electric He's my dog. We're beard brothers, bro. That makes, that makes us triplets. We are beard. He was my Halloween costume. He was. He actually was. What a that. quiz. What a quiz. Shout great. out to... Uh, Want to get their handle correct again? Shout out to at Stop Bone Marsh for the quiz. We'll link that in the Hell description yeah. for everybody too. I, yeah. I've seen everyone quote tweeting it with their results, and it's just so funny to me. Like I those questions had me hooting and hollering. Oh my god, those were hilarious. Those are absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Um Pitts, I know last season we were like trying to get you back into the swing of things of baseball because it's been a while since you've like full-fledged enjoyed it. And I know Try. it's tough in Red Sox Nation right now. Um yeah, it's, how we feeling? After the signing of Liam Hendricks, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, when you told all me time that. great human, I so, love Liam Hendricks, man. That makes I'm me je- feel I'm good. jealous. That makes me feel even more bad. More. I'm jealous. Great pitcher. He's he's probably not where he was when he was like in his core prime with the White Sox as like a lockdown closer. Do you remember him on the on the White Sox? Yeah, obviously had his battle with cancer. Glad he's cancer free. Um, but Liam Hendricks is an all-time amazing dude, and like the Red Sox have an incredible human being on their roster. That's what we need. We need more incredible human beings in Boston. So uh, I'm for it. But I'm excited for the year. Are I we love getting Devin to a Red still. Sox game this year. We are definitely getting to a Red Sox game this year. Um, not only because I have my clients and restaurants over and Fenway now that I need to be taken advantage of, but I need to get back to Fenway Park. It's one of my favorite stadiums ever. It's one of my favorite places I've ever gone to. And the fact that I didn't go there last year, it gave, it made the year feel a little empty. I'll be honest. Yeah, baseball is just like like when I was in Virginia for the PLL Championship Series, I saw people start tweeting about their tickets being in their app. I was like, let me check. Season tickets hit in the app. I was like, oh, we're so back. We're so we're back. So back. Like, Oh, I can't wait to be in section 329 again. That is our section, and it is going to be amazing vibes. Sundays at the ballpark for your boy are the best. Um, opening week series against the Braves to kick things off to our tailgate podcast, which will be happening March 30th, Saturday, March 30th. Get that ingrained in your brains. We're making it bigger and better than ever. Uh, that will be happening. Braves in town. Um, I'm just excited, man. Like the Phillies, sure, they haven't made like huge splashes, but they got Nola back. They're running it back with the big time pieces of the core. I know Reese Hoskins left, and I'm very devastated about that, but you know, it was almost inevitable that it was going to happen. Whit Merrifield is here. There's still potential that Jordan Montgomery gets signed to a short term contract. Uh, 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 no, it, 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 this team, you can uh, have Blake Snell. No, you you take Blake Snell and a slapdick prospect. <laughs> I need Jomo on the fightings. Like, I need oxygen. So, I saw Big Cat doing this on part of my take with Cody Bellinger because he wants Cody Bellinger back with the Cubs. I am going to do this for Jordan Montgomery. 
where we are in the peak season of like radio hosts and people promising things to to people to come sign with their teams and everything. Jordan Montgomery, I know you're listening. I know you're watching. If you sign with the Phillies, come here, join this team, come dance on your own to Philadelphia, be part of this core, get back to the postseason, help this team get to the World Series and win the World Series because you know what it takes. You have an open mic on this podcast the entire season to come on, kick it with the boys, hang out with us, and just let the good times roll in the summertime. Summertime, fine, with Underground Sports Philadelphia. Jordan Montgomery, come on the podcast. Sign with the Phils. Let's make it happen. Oh, that was nasty. (laughs) Let's go. Need Joe Mo here. It would be the perfect, like, finish to an awesome offseason that it is very fun, and I know you haven't experienced this in a little bit because the Red Sox have missed out on the playoffs the past couple years, Pitsy, but, man, when your team is in the postseason, the baseball offseason goes by so much faster. Yeah, I feel that. I could see why. Like, it is nice that, like, you know, seasons traditionally now ending in October, November, spring training's mid-February, you only got, like, two-and-a-half-month offseason. Yeah, it's and most of that is off. surrounded by free agency. Yeah, and free agency, yeah, predominates the time period. So you're so wrapped up in that. I yeah, it, it just it, I I don't had I haven't had that urge in a while for baseball because it's like, all right, well, ownership barely cares. They care about teams across the pond more than you. So it's like, all right, well, why am I gonna care? It's this type of shit that you know makes me care, and I'm at this point, I feel like I care more about the Phillies than I do about my own team in my backyard. Which is good for the brand. And this is also, again, another episode featuring us. Uh, This baseball season, uh, the bat signal, or I should say the rocket signal, we're putting it out there. Jared Carabas, come on Underground Sports Philadelphia and talk Talk baseball with us. Shout out to Baseball is Dead. No free shout outs. We need the rocket on the show. That'd That'd be electric. Jared Carabas, 2024. Come on the show. Let's be friends. Let's be friends, Jared. Dude, the three of us, that? the three best friends that anyone could have ever had. We've already hung out once at Caskin. Like I, I we talked wrestling before. I, I think we would we would hit it. We would Jared hit it would be a hoot on this show. Let's make it happen, Carabas. Let's make it happen. Um let's talk about these these jerseys, Pitsy. But before we do, it's brought to you by our pals over at FOCO. And Pitts, they got they got a new piece of merchandise coming out. They got a new piece of merchandise that I think you're going to be excited about, that I'm excited about, and I probably got to get my hands on it. What's that? Is is this is this Foco material that is being worn right now? You're damn right. You're damn right it is, and I want to pull up the correct name for it because Pitts, it's right up our alley for the summertime. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I want to make sure I'm calling it by the right name because I just saw the ad for it. Okay. They're called short talls. It's overalls, but shorts. 
So, what are those things? Um, jumpers, pretty much. It's but it's like country. I'm like, excited. I need, I need the Philly short talls. I think. Oh, could you imagine me in that? That'd be hilarious. I need them right now. They only have them in the two Super Bowl teams, uh, for pre-order. Oh, but my goodness, yeah. I need the short talls in in Philly's colors. Uh, I can't wait to break the overalls back out for Philly season. They were great. They are great. You can get yours and a whole lot more. Get your captain's hats like Pitsy's got on right now on the YouTube. Uh, plus a whole lot of awesome merchandise. They've got great apparel uh, that is much better than these jerseys that the baseball players will be wearing this season. Uh, click the link in the description. Go support FOCO. Check out their awesome collection of bobbleheads. I saw this one, Pits. They got like a display. It's not really a bobblehead. I don't know if it was, but it's like a display kind of like capture bobblehead-esque of the Philly special. I'm not the Philly special of the Tush Push, the Brotherly Shove. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. The Brotherly Shove. I like that so much Great. better. Great. Uh, support FOCO, click the link in the description, get your short talls, get your overalls, and gear up for the fills and all your favorite sports teams uh, with our pals over at FOCO. Uh, Pitts, these jerseys that Fanatics and Nike are rolling out are an absolute abomination to the sport of baseball. Yeah, people are not a fan of them. From what The I've players seen. are not a fan of them. <laughs> Trey Turner even, kept it real great. and said... They're terrible. Trey Turner, not a fan of the jerseys whatsoever. Um, I want to pull up the exact quote because it's a new meme quote card that the score put out of Trey Turner uh, talking about the horrendous, horrendous jerseys that Fanatics and Nike are putting on these players. They, yeah, Trey Turner, everyone hates them. Yeah, everyone. They're terrible. They move the logo off of the collar, which first of all looks horrific. It, everyone is calling them Timu jerseys, <laughs> bro. That's so funny. Like you're gonna get better it's... quality jerseys from DH Gate. Don't you dare talk shit about DH Gate. I'm, I'm saying DH Gate's like... gonna give you a better jersey than what Fanatics is giving you. Fanatics Dude. doesn't care about the product. They don't care about the merchandise. And more importantly, they don't care about the fan, even though their brand name is Fanatics. Yeah, they are going against their own nature. The, the curvature of the font is terrible. Did you see the one dude from the Rangers? His no. jersey literally arcs across the entire jersey. I, I did see that. Like, uh... they're so bad. And then to boot, team photos have been coming out. This week, Shohei Otani, first time in a Dodgers uniform. His pants are see through. Yeah, you can see his underpants. I see London, I see France, I see Shohei's underpants. These pants are going to be invisible if it rains. Yeah, I'm very interested to see. Like, why would they switch away? Like, it was it's a deal so up or something. Nike like... was the provider of the jersey since they took over from Majestic, but now Fanatics this year is the manufacturer. Uh, I don't know why they're terrible. 
you won't catch me spending a dollar on any of these new jerseys. I would much rather go on eBay or anywhere else and buy old jerseys because they look better. They're better quality. And we should have all known that baseball jerseys were going to go downhill as soon as Majestic stopped being the jersey sponsor. Yeah, Majestic was Nike, the OG. What has Nike and done dang. to improve the quality of life of jerseys that we've seen in our lifetime? The The NFL jerseys That's got what worse. I was say. The NFL is awful. The NFL jerseys got worse from when it was Reebok. Mm-hmm. Baseball has now gotten worse. Like, Baseball, yeah, we're talking about. When are we going to learn that Nike should just stick to sneakers and shoes and footwear and not in the jersey distribution game oh, I could do and all of that? It, it's just it blows my mind that we have gotten to this point and these baseball players are going to have to wear uniforms that look like they are horrifically made because they are because Michael Rubin and fanatics do not care about the quality of product they're putting out. They're just trying to pump out as much as they can and try to sneak things past you. And it's a disgrace. It's an abomination to the sport. It's an abomination to the players, to the fans and fanatics should feel terrible. We had a player post his Jersey from the Seattle Mariners. I want to pull up which player it was because I texted it to my mom because of how hilarious and by hilarious, I mean just like abysmal it is. Uh, so at Matt Tomic on Twitter posted LMAO, Fanatics New Jerseys are so trash that their customer service team is responding, quote, oops, that looks wrong. Please contact us so we can replace your screwed up jersey order, not realizing they're replying to a photo of an actual MLB player's actual MLB uniform. <laughs> At Conjack Jelly on Twitter posted Mariners Bro, new number 10, cool. and it's from Michael Chavis posting his jersey on his Instagram I know story. Him. Yeah, Michael Chavis. I know him, the ice horse. And it said, mm-hmm, with prayer hand emojis. And Fanatics responded to the tweet and said, hey there, it looks like we dropped the ball on this one. Send me a DM so I can learn more about this. Hilariously enough, the Fanatics representative was named Kyle. Um, oh, that's that's funny. That's how bad these are. Like, Fanatics customer service is seeing this and saying, holy shit, we fucked up. The fact that we have an entire Twitter account dedicated to the Fanatics fuck-ups called at Fanatics sucks, shout out to them, detailing the just monstrosities that people have gotten from Fanatics is wild. And they have a, I mean, they have a good keen eye for seeing mistakes, so they probably saw a mistake... Like they are, it's entire leagues jerseys. I don't know know when we got to the point where fanatics was just like monopolizing the sports apparel market and industry, but it needs to stop. Like, dude, they took over WWE shop. They bought Mitchell and Ness. Like, dude, abysmal. It's abysmal. Mitchell and Ness is the best stuff. Mitchell and Ness is an institution, a Philadelphia institution. They have such good shit. It's terrible. But I mean, that's shit. why I, I rock no free shout outs. But I mean, I would love to work with them. 47 brands, best hat. That's my that's my dream. That 47 my brand dream. and the PLL. The PLL hats are oh, those are fire. Insanely amazing. Those are fire. Um, but those are only two hats that like I genuinely will purchase are from the PLL and from 47 brand. 47 brand is the best shit. Um, a lot of my shirts are from them. They're the best. They're the best. 
But yeah, Fanatics sucks, bro. Like, I feel terrible for the and like the font on the jerseys is like miniature. I never got small font on the jerseys. It, it, it makes no sense. Wouldn't you? As a broadcaster, I would be in hell. There you go. I'd be annoyed. I'd be so pissed. You can't see the numbers or you can't see the name. So bad. It's kind of half the point of you commentating. Fanatics have some shame. Have some fucking shame. Shame, shame, shame. 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 Shame, shame on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, baseball is back. It's a beautiful thing. That means summer is in the air. Um, but let's shift gears, Pitts, to the hardwood because we've got Former Sixers beefing on the tweet machine. It's brought to you by Kenwood Beer, our official beer partners here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Part of our live tailgate podcast series this summer, uh, kicking off March 30th, 2024, uh, for the Phillies opening night game against the Atlanta Braves. And Kenwood Beer, it's 4.1% ABV, just 120 calories, only 8 grams of carbs. It's one of Pitsy's favorite beers, if not his favorite. Pitsy loves a nice cold Kenny. I do. I, I, when they came up here, I drank a lot of them. He did. He loved the Kennys. And I would like uh, more of them. And they've got awesome apparel right now. they got the Kelly Green apparel for St. Patty's Day available in their shop. They've got awesome pint glasses. And you can use the Kenny Finder at KenwoodBeer.com to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and Maryland areas must be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly pits. Uh, JJ Reddick and Patrick Beverly are beefing on Twitter over doc rivers. So it's a Philly triangle. It of is, nonsense. It's the triangle. Is this, about, is this about the doc comments about throwing the box under the bus? So part of it stemmed from that. Um, and okay. JJ Reddick was on first take this. Yeah, week. I saw this. Said no lies whatsoever. Not one lie was spoken. And, you know, both of us who have had their their moments with Doc Rivers, some good and some horrible, uh, you can figure out which one, J.J. Reddick did not lie in what he said about Doc Rivers whatsoever. No. You know, Doc Rivers has been making excuses um, for years. And... Patrick Beverly, who obviously is currently playing for Doc Rivers. Um, and I love Pat Bev. But Pat Bev is is obviously defending his guy. And I would love to hear Patrick Beverly's comments um, while not playing for Doc on this situation. Okay. Um, I can see that. Then. But JJ goes on first take. This was uh, on Tuesday. Patrick Beverly then tweets, This man, Doc, actually saved your career. Started you when no one else wanted to, and you retire and go on TV and say that at JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick then quote tweets Pat Bev and says, Pat, my guy, I had a four year offer with player option for the same money to be a starter for a different team. Fuck out of here, saved my career. Patrick Beverly oh. then fires back and says, Why didn't you take it then? You was comfy in the role in your role with team, and don't just say LA. JJ Reddick then responds with, I want to find his response because it continues. It's a, it's a wild thread. And this is already wild. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm in. Uh, 
so then Pat Bev, uh, on his podcast this week with Roan, uh, fires back at J.J. Redick and says he got torched by James Harden when the Clippers lost a 3-1 lead to the Rockets. Quote, if I'm being honest, should have started Jamal Crawford in that series. J.J. Redick. I would have too. He's a better defender. Well, here's the funny part. J.J. Redick quote tweets and says, luckily the cameras in the arena have better eyes than you. 289 half-court matchups, 21 of 56 shooting by Harden as contesting defender, 37.5% field goal percentage, 42.9% expected field goal, 0.94 points per direct ISO allowed on 37 isolations. I guess that's getting torched. And then my guy, Kyle Newbeck, who works for PHLY uh, and covers the Sixers for them, went on an all-time rant on their podcast this week. And it was incredible. We'll link the full rant in the description um, because my guy Kyle Newbeck absolutely cooked and quote tweeted the video of Pep Ev saying that they should have started Jamal Crawford or Matt Barnes and said, Kyle Newbeck said, time for me to say, quote, you don't watch the games to a professional basketball player. Crawford was horrendous in that series. Jamal Crawford's stats uh, shot 34% from the field. 27% from three, made 80% of his three free throws, uh, only averaged 13.7 points per game, 2.7 rebounds, and 2.1 assists per game, uh, where J.J. Redick was shooting almost 43%, th- almost 39% from three, made all of his free throws in that series, uh, averaged 16 points a game, two rebounds, 2.1 assists. Uh, J.J. Redick was beyond outplaying Jamal Crawford. That's I would not have guessed that. It's, that's shocking. I mean, it's yeah. Hilarious. Like the incredible. fact that we have two former Sixers beefing on the timeline is so funny to me. I I love I live for that shit. You got to love when former players and players beef with each other cuz it's so fascinating how they go in as opposed to when they go in at like fans or just internet trolls there's a little bit more substance to it like they actually care a little bit more 100 percent. and i mean it's just so funny that like all of this is going on and it's like at the end of the day you gotta know doc rivers is just making excuse after excuse since he took over the bucks job it is it really is and then he's taking credit for the james harden trade that happened this year and he's like reaching, throwing guys under the reaching. bus and it's just a wild wild thing like that i've said it all the time doc rivers is just like still clinging on to that 2008 championship that was the first super team in the nba he's there because he's the first one who initiated you could have put almost any coach in that situation and they win a title and it also it that title happens because Andrew Bynum and Trevor Ariza get injured. Whoa, whoa. No, it's not. They get injured, so they miss out on two of their biggest and best defenders against Kevin Garnett, who then goes on to have a phenomenal series. If those two are not injured, who knows how the series like transpires? And the Celtics still needed six games to win that series. Yeah, they need to close it out in LA. Yeah, Doc Rivers is 
put on this pedestal by the NBA for years and years, decade, over a decade from that singular season. And mm-hmm. it's like, what has Doc Rivers done since? I mean, look at the Sixers right now. The Sixers would be free-falling if Doc Rivers was still the coach right now without Embiid. Oh, you you guys would be Nick Nurse has them playing at an unreal level. Still in the hunt for the playoffs. They're the five seed right now. I'm sure things will improve. Things will shake out differently as time goes on. They'll move up. But the Sixers would be out of the playoff picture if Doc Rivers was here. We've seen how he coached this team. And it, it just blows my mind that we are still, like, as a society, clamping to Doc Rivers being a great coach when he's not. He's not a good the coach. The Bucs have been terrible since he took over. That dance or whatever it is. The, terrible. That That is how terrible the Bucs have been. It, it's insane that you have all that talent with, with the Bucs and you have Doc Rivers just steering the ship into an iceberg. Literally. That team is going to sink in the postseason. That's so funny. That's so funny to me. That's so ridiculous. Um... Pits the the NBA All Star game allegedly happened this week. Oh yeah, this I weekend. watched it at the bar, and uh, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, how do we fix like, the All Star game? Uh, how do we fix it? I think you make it a three on three tournament. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm not even joking. That was my plan. Dude, that's that KK baby. This is that Kuzin connection, motherfucker. Yeah. There we go. That uh, was, I mean, it's 100%. You got to make it three on three, three. On three. Or you go NBA Jam style and two on two. Dude, that's fine. And here's the thing. I think All-Stars should pick who they want to play with. To a degree, yeah. Oh, we got to get fan interaction. That's the whole point of the All-Star Which is game. so dumb. I'm uh, so no. sick of I'm no, so the no. fans vote meaning as much as it does. Why? It, it's just so silly and like like i i always go back to baseball when like the royals and the cubs were having those years and it was like for the longest time the american league starting nine was every fucking kansas city royal and it's like what are we doing like okay. we we need a, it was every kansas city royal and mike trout were the starting nine it was like we need to we need to make the fan vote mean something but not everything you don't think that is more of a sport issue than uh, an all-star game issue? It's an ever it needs it's part of it and needs to be fixed, like how okay. all stars get selected and everything. Like, yeah, maybe you have like the captains get voted, something like it's just like all star games have kind of gotten out of hand. All star games went from being all star games to more of a media game. And like, well, now that it's like the fans of it, it's just a popularity contest, and whatever yeah, fan popularity base decides contest, to media game, tomato potato, get behind their their favorite players the most. It's really it's a game now where people just want to see the best people in the league or the most popular people in the league have fun while playing the sport instead of being extremely competitive. Yeah, the All Star game was absolutely trash this weekend. Uh, the three on three or the two on two is how you fix it, in my opinion. Do like nine foot hoops, so they're just dunking dunks worth two points. And I saw, I forget who it was, but I saw somebody make a great point. 
the the reason that like the dunk contest has gotten stale and boring and the all-star game has gotten boring is because we're in this age of social media where like the dude perfects and everybody are right in front of our face and are doing all of these things at the flick of a switch and the opening of our phone that like mm-hmm. it's just like but like we really had Jalen Brown dunking over Kai Sinet. He's five foot no, the, six. No, the dunk con- no, no, no. The dunk contest is far worse than the All Star game itself. I think like, all those. We had people on social media yearning for Blake Griffin dunking over the hood of a Kia. People forget that I got clowned. That got clowned. Like we saw that I Kia did. roll up and we thought he was going to dunk over the whole thing. He dunked over the headlights. He did. He didn't jump over that much. I like, do remember that. The dunk contest has fallen apart. The fact that Mac McClellan back to back years, he's been in the G League. Dude, that's like a triple A guy winning the home run derby. Like he's just insane. I mean he deserves to win. Which is the sad part. We're not yeah. arguing that a G Leaguer should win. We're arguing that. They like he did it back to back years, and yeah, it's, dude's dunking over Shaq, Taco Fall, and then Jalen Brown's like, I'm gonna dunk over Kai Sinet while he's live streaming. Give me a fucking break. Why did we what we should just incorporate fireworks? Like, you have to jump over fireworks. Like, I think that's where we're at, where we just need to come up with extreme shit you, that you'd see. Do you remember the video of the jackass guys with Kobe Bryant doing the bike jump no. over the pool of black mambas? No, I've sent you. It's one of the funniest fucking videos ever. Like okay. that's the that's the fun entertainment we need. Yeah, it's it's it's, the, it's weird to say this, but the competitive edge is lost. Like it, when it comes to All Star Weekend, it's a little mini vacation before they rev it up into a second gear for playoffs. And I, I'm I'm now on the boat that good, let them have it, but don't try to steer us into a direction that it's an all-star game and not just a fun time for fans to watch their favorite players just i think i saw pft commenter pft said uh that the all-star game could get fixed um as well if you had the number one team in college basketball play against the nba all-stars because then they would try and you have the fear of potentially losing to the top college team and getting clowned or you do one of my things that I think should be in every all-star game that is feasible, and you do USA versus World. See, because then you have a sense of pride. Yeah, it's a pride thing. Everyone's going to be competitive over pride. Which would make it entertaining. And then you'd actually have a fun game. I do like that college basketball one, because then that integrates, and it gets exposure to the college kids. Yeah. Let us know in the YouTube comment section how you'd fix the I'm NBA All-Star game. Ooh, um, let's shift to uh, the ice, Pitsy. The NHL is back. Brought to you by our pals over at Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game, including those ski goggles that you should be rocking on the, on the slopes. Uh, plus, their sunglasses and blue light glasses are undefeated and the best quality for a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies. Tom Shades on Long Island, Stevie McAvoy's backyard. Uh, they've been rocking with us for almost, almost four full years. Next month will be four years that Tom Shades has been part of our brand. They are the best. 
get your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, your prescription lenses for a quality product at a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies. And when you go to check out, use code underground, or I'm sorry, use code USP for 25% off your order. That's code USP for 25% off your order at tomahawkshades.com or in the Tomahawk Shades app on the App Store or Google Play Store. Uh, right now, the Philadelphia Flyers up 3-1 in the third period over the Chicago Blackhawks. 29-20-7 on the season. Uh, currently sitting in third place in the Metropolitan Division, just behind the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Uh, not a great showing in the stadium series by the Fly Guys, but they yeah, fought, they battled. Them, right? bad, uh, or... Yeah, they fought, they battled. You know, they lose to the Devils, but it is what it is. Still sitting in the postseason, which is is great um the they'd be the sixth seed i believe depending on tiebreaker six or seven seed in the playoffs right now in the east which hey that's the playoffs baby playoff hockey um owen Tippett signs an eight-year contract extension with the fly guys since the last time we've uh we've talked about them which i'm very happy about owen Tippett, long-term flyer now gets his payday the flyers won the claude Giroux trade which is crazy to think about. That's wild in 2024. Like, they traded Claude Drew end of 2022 season, I want to say, to mm -hmm. Florida, uh, to the Panthers, and G ends up leaving, goes to Ottawa, goes back home in free agency, so they lose out on the player to the Panthers, and they lose out on Owen Tippett, and another player who's playing really well, and I'm blanking on who... Uh, that player is. I want to pull that up actually um, because that guy is playing out of his mind as well. Um, and a draft pick. <laughs> wow. And robbery. The Flyers win that trade. So, yeah, March 19, 2022, Drew was traded to the Florida Panthers along with a 2024 fifth round pick, Connor Bunneman and German Rubstov in exchange for Owen Tippett, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2023 third-round pick. Uh, and I believe that first-round pick ended up being a player who is playing out of his mind. Um, here we go. I knew Broad Street Buzz wrote about it. Fan-sided Flyers uh, site here. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. yeah, Connor Bunneman has not seen the NHL since being traded by the Flyers. Wow, and German Rubstoff is back, uh, in Moscow playing in the KHL. Yeah, talk about an absolute steal by the Fly Guys. Good shit. See, that's how you do a rebuild properly. That's 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 called fleecing a team where I'm from. huge and like Drew is still playing well with Ottawa need to get him out of there um yeah he's not playing crazy he's just playing like well right you just it's not yeah. like which is perfect that's veteran leadership you need a locker room right now let me see if I can find I don't know where this draft pick is. But yeah, the I'm totally blanking on who the player is that the draft pick ended up being, but he's playing really well for the Flyers. So um 
Very excited about that. And the Flyers are playing good hockey. They're beating the Blackhawks right now as we're recording this. And, um, you know, it's exciting that we are on the hashtag Bobby Brink of playoff hockey again in Philadelphia. Bring in the Brinks. We need it. Back up those Brink trucks, baby. The NHL is better when the Flyers are good. And I think you as a Boston fan can agree with that. If I'm seeing them in the playoffs, it probably means that it's some good hockey coming. So I agree. They are one of the non-original six teams that when they're good, which has been a a mainstay of their existence, when the Flyers are good, the NHL is better for it. Crazy to me that they're not an original six. Right? That's crazy to me. I would not expect that. It's the Rangers, the Bruins, Canadians, Red Wings. Maple Leafs. And There's one more. It is Flyers. It has to be. It has to be the Flyers. No, oh, Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Blackhawks, of course. The Red Wings. Rivals. Yeah, Flyers didn't come in until the, the, the 70s? 70s. Yeah. That makes sense. Then. Crazy to think about. Like they feel like an original NHL team because of like they were founded in 1967, so like late 60s. I mean, that's basically, like the fact that the Flyers aren't an original six team. The fact that like the Islanders aren't an original six team. The Penguins. Penguins is weird, and then Islanders, but I agree. Yeah. Um. The Devils. Yeah. I. Uh... I wouldn't say original, but yeah, they've been like, around a some while. Some of these but... teams feel like they should have been like in the the OG inception of mm-hmm. the NHL. Um, I'm even looking like like even the Capitals to a degree. They feel like they've been be around late, forever. Late seven, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, you were that, but yeah, it, it's wild that. You know, the Flyers were not an original six team. Um, and it's good that they're beating up on the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks stink. You need to beat the teams that stink. They stink. They've they've stunk for so long, it feels like. And yet they ended up with the first overall pick and get fucking Connor Bedard. But who cares because Matt Vamichkov is going to be an absolute fucking stud for the Flyers. Damn right he is. You're damn right he is. Uh, big one on deck this Saturday for the Fly Guys at the Wells Fargo Center. Rangers Flyers. It's a huge one. Huge win this Rangers. day. I hate the Rangers more than I hate the Flyers. So we're going huge, fly. huge litmus test down the stretch here in February. Saturday, Rangers at Flyers. Sunday, Flyers at Penguins. Tuesday, mm-hmm. Lightning at Flyers. Big three those game big stretch. Games. Those are those are big games. Big Taking at least stretch. one would be good. When is and the trade deadline coming up in a couple weeks, Friday, March eighth, is the NHL trade deadline. Ooh, that's always an f- interesting day. Yeah, it's always a very interesting day because trades never make sense to me in the NHL because I don't understand yeah. the cap. I don't either. I don't understand. Yeah, any of that shit. The other fun part about hockey: next Olympics, NHL players can be able to play. Thank God, get them back in it. It's so much more watchable, dude. It's been ten years since TJ Sochi. 
Oh my God! What a moment <laughs> that was! A, that was a historic moment in American history. It was unreal. I hope my kids learn about that in school. That's what I want. Nothing but respect for my president. <laughs> for my president, TJ Oshie. TJ Oshie is also a guy that like feels like should have been a flyer, but never was. Mm. You know how those guys are out there for Get your favorite feel. team that feel like they should have played for your team but never did. Ken Griffey Jr. with the Red Sox. I totally agree. Like, Buddy Heald was one of those for the Sixers, and now he is. And it's Probably like, wow, is. full circle. Um, you know, thank God Bryce Harper is a Philly. Um, oh, my God. But, like, yeah. there's there's those guys. Let us know in the YouTube comment section, too. Guy that feels like should have played for your favorite team but never has. So interesting. That's a fascinating a feeling. Names. There's a lot of good names. Um. Last bit here. We're going to talk some PLL, some lacrosse action. Got it, bro. Uh, the Repping PLL it. Champ Series. It is brought to you by our PLL app code. I just had Pitsy pre-show download the PLL app. You did. Uh, the PLL app truly has helped DJ and I game plan our shows every single week on Outside the Box. Uh, it has every feature possible when it comes to the PLL. Scores, schedule favorite team gamification by getting xp and giving you rewards for claiming xp uh there's the college pick them feature this year with with the lacrosse network like so much fun stuff in the app that like you can go in there every day and find something new um it's really really cool it's an awesome app water dogs fans download that bad boy because it is going to help you get into the swing of things this summer with the pll and with the philadelphia water dogs Download the PLL app and redeem code. Go to the redeem code section and redeem code OTB pod. And you're going to get 500 XP in the PLL app. Use that bad boy. They are going to be able to track how many people are using our code. And it's going to help us in the long run. Be able to do more stuff with the PLL, do more stuff with the water dogs and across the board with the league. Use that code, code OTB pod. P-O-D in the PLL app redeem code section. You get 500 XP on your account. That's huge because Pitts, to, to put in perspective, every day there's a daily XP claim that you can do in the app. It's for 35 XP. Oh, that's easy. You're getting 500 by using our code. Yeah, I, yeah. I I have it right here. Career XP, 600, and I got 500 Dang. from that. 500 for code OTBPOD in the PLL app. Oh, I'm a level two now. It's amazing. Look at that. Leveling up. Thanks to our XP code. Thank you, OTB. Um, So, yeah. Shout out to the PLL. Uh, I was down at Champ Series this past week, and it was one hell of a time. We did OTB radio every single day. Had hits from media members. Mike Rabel. Ever heard of him? The GOAT. Michael Mike Rabel is the best. The fact that he supports everything that we do here at Underground is, is so cool. So awesome. Like he is so cool. Best. Love Mike. I love Paul. They are awesome. They showed out this week. Uh we had Water Dogs head coach Andy Copeland do a hit with us on OTB radio. We had Piper Bond, UPenn grad, playing for the Utah Archers, uh, on the show. We also had some people behind the scenes with the PLL. Brendan Coleman, who works on the PLL app, and we had Danny Passavoy, head of ticketing for the PLL, 
give us some insight on uh, the homecoming passes that are coming. Pitsy, I'm telling you, to fill a fill one of those lifetime achievement awards in sports fandom, you should get Boston Cannons homecoming pass. It's the equivalent of season tickets. Okay. What what are they what are they going at? I feel like we can make it the, happen. The, the, depo- the initial deposit, and this could end up being like the full price depending on your seat and everything, but the, the first deposit is twenty five dollars. Oh, that's nothing. It's nothing. That's an easy that's... and they're playing pretty close to you, if I'm not mistaken. What's the where's their stadium? In a Harvard. Oh, I have to go to Cambridge. <laughs> but you bring oh. your friends, you bring your family. Dude, it took it took an arm and a leg to get my friends to go to Cambridge for New Year's Eve. Harvard's even worse. They're gonna make it. But you know what? Fine. Miss out on. Fine, cannons. I'll do I, it for you, peeps. I, right. I got some info on how these homecoming weekends are gonna be too. And Ooh. I can't say too much. Can't do it. You can't. Do but it. there's some good stuff coming to the homecoming weekends, and I'm excited for it. Um. Water Dogs played your cannons in the championship game of the PLL Championship Series. How'd that go? How'd it go? It was the, it was the ultimate Philly ending. Damn right. Finishing it was. second place. Yeah, damn right. Um, it, was. it was an unreal game across the board, though. Like, good. It was unfortunate. Like, the only thing I could have asked for in that game was Michael Sowers not getting obliterated and injured a minute and a half into the game because it changed the whole perspective of the water dogs offense to a degree like i think if sours is playing the water dogs end up winning that game and that's no slight to the cannons because they had a phenomenal week they played really well their roster is sick but michael sours is a top three player in pro lacrosse right now and to remove him from the game it sucks and it, it was such a bummer that he got injured and hopefully mike is okay um but it was it was a chippy game it was a feisty game goes to overtime and matt cavanaugh does what matt cavanaugh does and wins it in overtime matt deluca the goalie for the water dogs this week stood on his fucking head and was unbelievable the entire week kieran mccardle wins the golden stick award for most scoring points in the champ series um then ended up giving the trophy to a kid in the stands because Kieran wants to win and an individual award means absolutely nothing to him. Um, I thought that was such a power move. That's a dog. dog I love Kieran. He played so well and the water dogs, like I think Andy Copeland said it best in the, in the post game press conference, like the water dogs won the championship in 2022. They made it back to the championship in 2023 they make it to the championship of the championship series in 2024. The water dogs are becoming an institution in the PLL. Like they are becoming like one of the gold standard teams that are making it to championships, going deep into seasons. And that's the status quo. Like if they're not in a championship game at the very minimum, that's a failure for them. And I think that's a great culture that Andy Copeland and company are building with the water dogs Philadelphia is going to fucking love this team. They are gritty. They fight. They don't quit. Like you lose your best player, arguably, and they still claw back, force overtime, and almost win the fucking game without their best player. 
says everything you need to know about this team and how they're going to battle every single week. Um, Big volume. And it was cool because, like, yes, I was there as media, and when we cover the PLL on OTB, we are covering it as a league and everything. And I started off my PLL uh, covering fandom and everything as a Redwoods guy. The Redwoods from my squad. Still love the Redwoods. Still love Nat. Chris Collins, the Redwoods were there this weekend. It was great watching them play. I still love the Redwoods. But, man, the PLL nailed it with the home cities coming in because the sense of, like, belonging and the sense of fandom I felt, even standing on the sidelines watching that game, I uh, my inner Philadelphia fan was like, let's fucking go, boys. Like I was like, let's yeah. go, let's ride. You your like, own team. Yeah. It I'm, I'm was awesome, dude. It was so cool. And like everyone was saying it. Like Redwoods Whip Snakes is the original rivalry in the PLL. It was the first championship game. Mm-hmm. It was the the Notre Dame versus Maryland kind of vibe when the team started with the guys' college affiliations. Mm-hmm. It'll always be a rival. But my goodness, dude, dating back to last season, regular season, playoffs when the Water Dogs won 17 to 6 against the Cannons in the semifinal. And now the Champ Series. And how Champ Series scrimmage went. There was a fight. Champ Series round robin. Water Dogs dominated. And now an overtime win for the Cannons to win the Champ Series. Mm-hmm. Streets are talking. That Water Dogs Cannons is the best rivalry in the PLL. Philly Boston becoming another great better. rivalry. There's nothing mean, better. Dude, it's like peanut butter jelly, eggs and toast, waffles and syrup. I'm kind of hungry. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's things that just make sense in life. It's amazing. And the fact that it's Boston Philly in another aggressive sport like lacrosse. You have a champion, you know, they're fighting over a championship. Like, some things, even though they change, there's certain things that remain remain a constant. And, like, the music selection, like, Cannon said, shipping up to Boston playing. Damn Water, right. Water Dogs had Uptown Vibes and Dreams and Nightmares playing. All right, I don't like that. That was, scares me. That, that screams... See, to me, that screams Water Dogs win. Because anytime a Philly team comes out to Dreams and Nightmares, I get a real PTSD. They, they ran out to Uptown Vibes, but after they beat the Archers in the semifinals, they had Dreams and Nightmares playing in the locker room. And I was like, okay. they can't fucking lose. They can't fucking lose. Can't, yeah, um, I can't lose after but that. Man, but, man, it was, it was an awesome week. Shout out to the Dogs. Shout out to Andy Copeland. He'll be coming on this show uh, in the next week or so, which will be very exciting to get him in the mix here and introduced to the Philly faithful. Um, but man, champ series. And you can tell like everyone's talking, Oh, it's a, it's a preseason tournament blah, blah, blah. No, these guys fucking cared, man. No, any, any tournament is a tournament to be competitive. They cared. They wanted to win. You saw it on the water dogs faces. You saw it on every team. Like they wanted to win this thing. And it's so cool what the PLL is doing with the champ series, getting it involved. Uh, with the top four teams from each season get to play for it. It was an amazing week. Shout out to Mike and Paul Rabel for having me and my CFO guy, Margie. My guy, what, that's that's my guy. The best. Me and CFO Margie down there. Uh, it was an amazing week, and uh, you're going to be seeing interviews 
pop up on OTB and on our YouTube channel throughout the week coming up. So definitely tune into those. And one of them is coming from Water Dogs head coach Andy Copeland. Um, the, but yeah, the dogs are are awesome. They're, they're so fucking gritty and they fit this city just so perfectly. And I'm glad they're ours. Like everyone also said when they did the homecoming cities, obviously the Boston Cannons were going to exist. They existed before, but the most seamless fit after that was Philadelphia and the Water Dogs. Yeah, you need to have Philly as a team, man. Like, I was in the presence of Frank the Tank this week, too, Pitts. Oh, did you go on a walk with him? That would have been nice. Paul Rabel like, did. Oh, lucky bastard. Paul Rabel I want to go on a walk with Frank. Tank that got a uh, 50% off beers back-to-back days for the people. As he should, oh, that's a dog, dude. That's that's a dude. He picked the Atlas that. over the Water Dogs, which big big relief off of my shoulders. That was that hurts. That was fine because you know, Tank talks about the Fleming curse is real, and I did not need dude. the Fleming curse on the dogs. Dude, the Fleming curse is so real. Look at the teams he's a fan of. My God, that's just heartbreaking. A bottle, but man, Tank looks great. The weight loss journey has been unreal for him. He looks phenomenal in person. That's great. That's really good to hear. It's always great seeing stories like that, especially with Frank. I mean, such a likable guy. Frank was you there. Know. Tony P in D.C. was there as well. Hey, let's go. We some good Do you know Tony there. P in D.C.? Aren't they the people who walk with Frank? No, that's Jenks. Do- oh, okay, okay. Tony P in D.C. is like this TikTok viral sensation he like is like there to help navigate you through your 20s he's like this overly positive guy and everyone's like he can't be this positive in real life and he's that positive and there's an arm fold like this tony maybe an electric factory um he was also there it was an awesome week but yeah shout the tank he uh he got free beers for the cannons (laughs) he walked in the locker room popped some champagne with them Oh man, he's really just awesome. It was an unreal week. Shout out to the PLL. Can't wait for next year already. Um, but uh, I think that's all we got for you guys. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Uh, I just got a text from Stevie Mack. He won trivia night. That is a local watering hole. Go. Um, Shout to Stevie Mac. Uh, Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. Uh, Go check out the new Top Bins branding. Branding package dropped tonight. Uh, check that bad boy out because it is Fuego, and I'm not just saying that because I designed it all, but it looks great. It's a nice, awesome facelift for that brand. Um, go check that out at FC Top Bins and at Top Bins Pod. Um, subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts in audio form. Let's keep the numbies rolling. Keep subscribing, keep downloading, keep five-star rating and reviewing on Apple and Spotify. It really does go a long way for helping us continue to grow this show, continue to grow our entire company. Uh, So keep on subscribing. 
and subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week, full video episodes of every show on our network, live streams, clips, shorts, original video content. It's all on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Let's get to 800 subscribers, guys. Let's pick up the pace. Come on. If we want to beat Iceland, we got to pick up the pace. Come on. We need to beat Iceland. All right. Let's do green let's over there. Let's keep it going. Uh, and of course, get your merch, phiapparel.co, code underground for 10% off your order. Download the PLL app. Use code OTB pod to get 500 XP in the app. And of course, this show is presented by the city of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. And this has been episode number 614 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitsy, I'm KB. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time with myself and Pitsy over the weekend. You get a double dose of Pitsy this week. A lot of champ. Doozy. A lot of champ talk. Uh, but until then, we're getting the heck up out of here. We are signing off. Peace. Oh,